1: Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime.
2: And as a reminder over on Patreon, we are still celebrating the 12 days of April Fools. Unfortunately. Oh baby, we are, uh, we're, 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 hey, we're halfway there now, you know? Um, so once again, Sean has been in that hell for literal months with everything I've had to show him. Uh, there's all sorts of, uh, fantastic stuff, baby. It is, I'm throwing everything at him and it is glorious. So if, if you want to go check that out, hey, go, go to our Patreon. It's not, it's not common that I shill at the top of the episode, but.
1: No, no, this is, this is the most you've ever shilled, I think, ever, Rem.
2: There's. Like, usually
1: leave it to me because I'm shameless.
2: Yeah, but there's literally. Like, six full episodes right now on the Patreon of April Fool's. Six of them. That's yeah, wild.
1: With, with six more coming. And let me tell you all, uh, if you thought the first six were painful for me, oh no, wait for the last couple.
2: <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, uh, but but you know, th- this is the nice middle ground. It's not quite uh, Christmas yet, but we're in the holiday season. Uh, so uh, what, what, what do you got for me, Sean?
1: Well, Rem. We are in the holiday season, and you know what comes with this holiday season? Uh, love.
2: Oh, of course, love. Love is in the air. Love
1: is in the air, and uh, just as much as there is love in the air, Rem, there is also a strong distaste for love.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes.
1: There are a lot of very sad, bitter people out in the world, uh, but there are also a lot of people who just don't have a strong interest in pursuing any romantic endeavors. So the question is, Rem, Say that you're not really interested in uh, pursuing romance at this
2: point in your life. and you My girlfriend like... is going to be wildly disappointed. <laughs> um, that's a... uh, are you going to be the one to break it to her? Because I don't, I mean, we've been together a hot minute. No, no, I don't no, know Rem, if now's Rem. the time.
1: Rem, this is, look, Rem. We're, right we're, before we're the holidays.
2: High... Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. We have plans uh, with her family! Oh, no. Uh,
1: that's gonna make things really awkward. <laughs> uh, no, Rem, Rem, we're, we're in the world of hypotheticals here. Although, I will say, today's anime... Sh- the, main, the protagonist of this anime shares a lot in common with your girlfriend. <laughs> uh, so, take that as you will. Uh, because, uh, Rem, uh, today's anime is gonna be a, a simple little Netflix uh, show, which, if you've noticed that the last couple ones I've been doing are all, have all been on Netflix... Congratulations, you get a cookie. It's because I am burning through all of the, like, Netflix research I have to do at once. Right? <laughs> that, that's the biggest reason.
2: Just binging through it. Oh yeah,
1: Netflix makes it easy to binge, uh, so I'm doing it. That's what I'm doing. And th- if that means that three of my episodes in a row are all going to be Netflix anime, so be it. Uh, I'll probably switch it up next week, though. Uh, but this week, Rem, uh, we're going to be watching the Netflix anime simply titled Romantic Killer.
2: Okay, okay. I'll be honest. I it feels like I should know the genre, but I don't yet.
1: Well, uh, I will give you a little bit of a, a little bit of a synopsis, a little bit of a taste of what you're about to get into. Uh, because Rem, uh, let's start with some questions. Rem, do you know what an otome game is?
2: Oh shit! You've said it before. Mhm. It it it's it's uh, it, isn't it like a dating sim?
1: Yes, yes. Specifically directed towards uh. Uh, girl audience or female audience? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a lot of like very cute bishonen, uh, pretty boys, ikemen and whatnot. Uh, do you know both of those words? Mm. Bishonen, ikemen. All right,
2: shonen. Okay, what does shonen mean, Rim? Young boys. So yeah, the rest I I I'm lost.
1: Yeah. So uh, bishonen is essentially it's pretty boy, beautiful boy is the like, oh, it's a slang okay, term. Okay. And uh, ikemen. Is kind of like that, but just a bit more like on like the suave, gentlemanly, manly side of things.
2: Fair enough, fair enough.
1: So they're they're common tropes in otome games and uh, anime and manga geared towards uh, women sure. and people who enjoy uh pretty handsome boys, which there are a lot of. Uh, and an otome game is just that. It's a game that focuses on those kinds of things. Uh, and that's important to know because today's anime is all about our main character uh, Anzu Hoshino. Yeah. And she has three great loves in her life. Video games, chocolate, and her pet cat. <laughs>
2: okay, yep.
1: And because of these three great loves, she has literally not done anything in regards to pursuing any kind of romance. Like, she's in high school, and she, she's just more uh, happy to be in her own little zone, play her games, eat some lovely chocolatey snacks, and just fawn over her adorable pet cat. You know? Which okay. is completely fine and fair and respectable way to live your life. However. One day, uh, while she is minding her own business and uh, about ready to play a brand spanking new game that she's been super excited for, uh, the game that loads up is a very weirdly poorly rendered bad Otome game. Mm. And out from the screen pops what they self-describe themselves as a wizard. Uh, And let me tell you, it's like somebody took a hamster, cut off all the edges and put it in a little wizard's hat, is how I would describe (laughs) it. Excuse me? Yeah, they, they just call themselves wizard, a wizard, but that's what they look like. And okay. they force themselves uh, into their face and say simply, Hey, you should have romance in your life. So in, <laughs> so in order for you to have romance, I'm going to take away your video games, your chocolate, and your cat. Oh, man. And understandably, Anzu is pissed by this. Yeah. And this little wizard who is called uh, Riri's goal is to get uh, Anzu to have a uh, romantic uh, youth. Anzu, on the other hand, most assuredly does not want that out of pure raw spite alone, (coughs) so that she can hopefully get her uh, beloved things back, you know, War of Attrition style. Uh, The real problem is, though, Rem, as a part of this situation, uh, this little wizard Riri is forcing a bunch of Bishonen Ikemen to show up. In her life, constantly. And shes it's not that she's completely against the idea of romance, it's just that she doesn't want to be forced into the situation. However, she is quite literally being forced into Otome game-like scenarios and having to deal with it.
2: Okay, this could be pretty decent.
1: Yeah, and that's the basic premise. It is a little story about uh, Anzu dealing with this weird supernatural experience and interacting with a couple of... Uh, a fairly handsome dude, bros, uh, and maybe having a relationship with them, or maybe just like straight up trying to snub them at every aspect of uh, their relationship to hopefully get this uh, this dang little wizard thing to give up and go away. <laughs> yeah. So yes, it is a it is a. Now we've covered these in the past, Rem. It is technically a reverse harem anime, ah, and we've shit. had a lot of bad experiences with reverse harem anime. It's True. But who but who knows, Rem? This might be. It the, might be the one. It might be the one because the only other reverse harem anime that you enjoyed uh, was um, another otome game style one, which was uh, "My Next Life as a Villainous, All will Lead to Doom." Remember ah, that one?
2: Yes, yes. yes.
1: The, the bisexual disaster anime where everybody wanted to be with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, though they didn't outright say it, but we 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 knew. So this is a there's a good chance this could be another good reverse harem anime that you enjoy, or it could just be a bunch of of The same joke over and over again that you might not enjoy.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That'll be up for you to decide. I'm concerned.
1: But, you know, I felt like you could have the connection, Rem. Because after all, I feel like those three great loves also describe your girlfriend.
2: (laughs) It's true, it's true. Well, let's see.
1: So without further ado, let's go straight into it. Let's go watch some romantic killer.
0: Normally, this is the part of the show where I include some clips from the episode, both as a refresher and a teaser. However, this week we have a special announcement instead. A member of our Patreon who goes by Farmer Weed has set up a charity challenge for those who are subscribed to our Patreon. In an attempt to bully Sean into forcing Remington to watch the first seven episodes of the show Angel Beats, for every patron who changes their name to include the word Angel by December 23rd, 2022, he will donate $5 to the Tracy Aviary the oldest aviary in the United States, who does fantastic conservation and education work, housed here in Salt Lake City, Utah. If Remington decides to watch and finish Angel Beats, Farmer Weeb will double his contribution to $10 per patron. Regardless of if Remington finishes watching the show, the Anime Out of Context he will also be making a donation to the Tracy Aviary. Thank you for listening, and back to the show.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching five whole episodes of Netflix's animated series, Romantic Killer. And Remington, is this show a nice reprieve from all of the reverse harem nonsense that you're used to, or is it just more of that? (laughs) Concentrated. And is that a bad thing?
2: (laughs) Lots lots of possibilities here, lots of...
1: Really, I just gave you kind of the binary, didn't I? Like, I didn't give you much nuance to work with, did I?
2: I mean, you sort of gave a decision tree, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. You pick one, you go down the path, and it's like, oh, there's the end of it. End of discussion. Let's close the podcast out. Bye, y'all. All
2: (laughs) Uh, all right, so I, I just want to talk about, you know, I think it's fantastic that finally we're getting representation through anime for people who wear crocs. Because I'll be honest, I can't think offhand of another anime we've seen where the protagonist wears crocs.
1: Uh, you know what, Ram? I think I'm willing to agree with you because <laughs> I can't think of one either. <laughs> Hold on. Anime crocs. No, I'm just getting, like, I, I can apparently get some crocs that have the Akatsuki design on them and get some pins for them. Oh, uh, so, so, yeah, no, nope, nope. As far as I can tell, No croc representation in any other anime. So really, A-plus in that department.
2: (laughs) Alright, so uh, we open up, right, with uh, Anzu. She gets uh, a video game. Uh, We get some backstory of the game, and she's snacking, and she has a cat, and she starts playing romantic thriller. uh, Before she realizes, like, this is not the game she thought she bought. Uh, This game, first of all, it's ugly as sim. (laughs) It is. (laughs) It is. But it's like early PlayStation One graphics, right? right. Uh, it is rough to say the least. Uh, but then a uh, uh, wizardly potato shows up, and the wizardly potato is Ri uh, Anzu's frustrated, uh, but Riri uh, is like, "Hey, you're going to, uh, you're gonna fall in love. I'm gonna make it happen because that's my job. I get paid to do this." Uh, which I will also note, like, it's okay to not prioritize romance. Like, oh yeah, it's all right if you are genuinely satisfied with your cat and your video games. Uh, now there are some genuine problems if, like, you live, like, on zoo, but you're also like, why can't I get a date or anything like that, right? Okay, well, then you probably want to make some changes. Uh, but but if, that's
1: that's not Anzu's issue. Yeah, Anzu just wants to be the vibe. She yeah, just wants if to if enjoy you're her living stuff. that life
2: and you're like, yeah, no, this is working for me, sure. Why not? Uh, it, it may not be everybody's ideal, but if that's the life you want to live, that's your choice. Uh, but the the wizardly potato steals uh, steals all of her games, all of the chocolate, and her cat. Um it uses its magic to uh, get her dad, and mom to live abroad, so she's living uh alone. Uh, she tries to to buy chocolate. She can't. She ends up bumping into a guy. Uh, and it, it bumps his phone right out of his hand, and it breaks. And she's like, "Oh shit! This is he's he he's he's a super track." What's the fucking word they use?
1: Uh, ikemen.
2: Yeah, there we go.
1: Ikemen or uh Bishonin, whichever you prefer.
2: Yeah, pretty fuck boy.
1: Uh, yes, that that is the translation. Good work.
2: So uh, we meet our first pretty fuck boy and uh and and she notices what's happening and she just runs away. Uh but later on she runs into him again. She notices that uh, they have the same uniform, they go to the same school, right? Uh and she sees girls confess to uh Tsukasa, which is his name. Uh Tsukasa girls are confessing to him left and right and he just rejects them. He doesn't give a shit. Uh uh we we later see anzu back at home right and she's home alone not uh, unsure how to handle herself and then a cockroach appears she's fucking terrified she runs away she ends up at the playground it starts raining and who should arrive tsukasa he arrives with an umbrella there we go uh so that's the first episode sort of getting the premise set up right and i i think it's a solid one i think it uh gets the premise quite well it gets the tone very strong um i already I I always like anime that do this. I really like that it plays with different art styles. Uh, I'm a sucker for that kind of thing. And they do it very well. Uh, Especially when it just comes to everything Anzu is doing at all. It is (laughs) satirical slapstick of everything. Uh, Just everything. Uh, And I vibe with that. I dig it. I think it's well done. Uh, I will also say, Anzu is one of the first sort of like, quote unquote, relatable, uh, characters that they're like, obviously trying to capture a very specific audience, right? And it's an audience they try to capture in every, just about every harem or, uh, reverse harem anime, right? Where it's like, hey, do you not take care of yourself? And you just, you love video games and food and that, that, that's it. But also you're lonely, right? Uh, they're like, it's trying to relate to that subsection of people, right? who wants to live that lifestyle, but also get dates. Uh, But fortunately, Anzu is one of the best representations of this because she's not a bland bitch. She's interesting. She has motivations and goals. Uh, She has personality and character. So even though she's in that quote-unquote relatable category, right, they didn't feel the need to make it bland and nothing, right? Uh, um, Thank God for that. Oh yeah, uh, we we have far too many where it's like, oh, it's this dude again, but in a different show, and I don't care. He has nothing. He's just a self-insert. Anybody can insert themselves. Fuck all that shit. And for the
1: reverse harem, it's a lot of like the, huh? But I'm just a normal girl who's a little bit plain. That like it, it's none of those main tropes. Yeah, because, because it's like actually don't get me wrong. Like a character.
2: Anzu is a pretty normal person, but. Yeah. She's an interesting normal person because those things aren't mutually exclusive, y'all. They don't need to to have some uh, insane things about them. They can be a normal person while also just feeling interesting and fun, right? Uh, and, and she is a bit of a, a weirdo, not to the point of utter insanity, but yeah, she's a fucking weirdo and it's acknowledged in the world. Uh even Tsukasa, who becomes, like, one of the love interests, is like, yeah, you're you're a weirdo, aren't you? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so we go to episode two. Uh, Tsukasa uh, is like, hey, you probably don't want to be at the park because a pervert has been spotted in the area. Uh, here's the umbrella. Anzu's like, nah, don't give me the umbrella. He's like, take the fucking umbrella. Uh, she's like, no, I I don't. I don't want it. He's like, let me walk you <laughs> to your fucking house then. Jesus Christ. And so they, they go to her house, uh he offers to help with the roach problem, right? He gives her his jacket, uh and and then
1: But hey, it's hey Rem, it's okay. Like I know you're scared of roaches, but they replaced it with a piece of cake. Yes,
2: because it was unsightly. So uh yep. so it's replaced with cake. I, I was amused by that. Yep. Uh it's a good joke. It's a very good joke. Yeah. <laughs> so uh it's Tsukasa handles the roach problem over at Anzu's house, right? And he tries to leave, but there's an insane storm going on caused by the, the wizardly potato. Uh, Anzu argues with Riri, the, the potato, about this uh, before uh, saying, okay, well, shit, I I, I guess I'm going to make him some food. And she's about to start making him something. But she's like, why am I even trying? Let's I'm just going to have some, like, fucking cup noodles, right? Uh, it, it's slightly more of that, but it's the equivalent. Uh, it's it's just making some shitty ramen. I mean, like, here hey, you go. Hey, hey, that's
1: some good quality, proper, like, instant ramen, my guy. Do not diss, like, that good quality of instant
2: ramen. But also, it's still instant ramen.
1: I mean, yeah, like, look, there's there's a ceiling to instant ramen, man, but, like, the ceiling is a little higher than you'd expect. <laughs> uh, sure, you have to crouch when you're under the ceiling, but it's like, you know what? It could be a lot lower.
2: <laughs> so, uh, she asks him, uh, to to spend the night and riri uh the the wizard is like oh hell yeah fucking got her uh but she's like i'm uh jokes on you she puts on some lame pajamas absolutely destroys him at a board game uh and and like gloats about it very spoiled winner uh then they play uh a sort of life knockoff where uh riri's magic helped tsukasa win that one uh then uh they they both sort of like make lunch for each other riri, uh anzu is terrible at it. Tsukasa is very, very good at cooking. And so he ends up cooking for himself as well. Uh, <laughs> then uh, Riri makes Anzu go to sleep. And as she's going to sleep, she grabs Tsukasa's arm and falls asleep uh, with his arm in her hands and uh, on his lap. So uh was episode two. Once again, pretty straightforward. We're following uh, the, the premise pretty linearly, but it's doing it well like every every moment has a lot of personality right i will also say i was worried about sukasa cuz i was like ah shit is he going to be a bland bitch and like he's chill but i don't think he's that bland uh yeah, he's
1: a he's a koodare but he's a koodare that actually shows emotions more regularly than your average koodare
2: yeah and it's still like let it be known you can show emotions and still be recognized as chill as fuck Uh, you don't need to be 100% stoic to, to like, get the point across, right? Uh, so yeah, he feels super chill, but also, once again, still like a person, uh, which holy shit, those are two very easy, uh, bland bitch kinds of tropes that they have successfully avoided. Uh, it's already, I am quite impressed with this show. Uh, episode three, Anzu has a dream of a sexy cat, um... Do I want to clarify? Do I want to explain that? <laughs> no, I
1: not. think you just got to leave it where it yeah, is. Yeah, you know? I that
2: makes sense. She wakes up on Tsukasa's lap and is like, "Oh fuck. Oh shit." Um, Tsukasa tries to go to his house, but it turns out it's been flooded uh in the storm. So he's going to take a day off school and figure that stuff out. Meanwhile, Anzu ha- goes to school, um does all that kind of thing. Uh th- one flaw I have of this show uh thus far, possibly the biggest flaw. Uh so She's debating whether or not to tell her best friend Saki about living with Tsukasa now and all of that that's going on. Uh, she decides not to. What the fuck is the point of Saki, dude? You can't, I, this trope, I I really hate how often this happens where it's like, ah, yes, my best friend. No, no, they'll have like two lines of dialogue if that. They are irrelevant in my life. What the fuck? They, they're not your best friend. I hate to tell you. That's just a person. That is a background <laughs> character with colorful hair, okay? That is it.
1: Uh, uh, and I, 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 She gets you, more attention in later episodes, I'll say that. I'm going
2: to say it's a missed opportunity, all right? What Riri should be doing, I- he should be like, oh, you're saying you're not interested in Tsukasa? You're hanging out with Saki, what about her? All right, And he could do shenanigans there. There we go. Why not? Why not? lean into it even further uh turn Saki into a love interest you cowards
1: uh you, you just want it to be another bisexual disaster anime i'd, I'd love it to be a it.
2: bisexual disaster anime because look you're telling me you look at anzu right Label you you look at anzu put the label bisexual disaster right over an image of her you're telling me that doesn't fit perfectly you're telling me that doesn't <laughs> add up in every way uh but yeah so saki uh i it's just a frustrating misusing her i hate when it's when they do this look i'm not saying that the best friend needs to be super relevant but they need to feel like a best friend and right now they really really don't uh nonetheless uh anzu gr- the, the, some fangirls start to get paranoid of anzu but uh and they sort of like confront Anzu and is like and are like, "Hey, are you meeting up with Tsukasa right now?" And she's like, "Yeah, I guess." And they're like, well, "Let us come with you." And she's like, "Okay." Uh so Anzu goes to meet with Tsukasa and the fangirls interrupt and Tsukasa just shuts them the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> just is is like, "Hey, no, I was meeting with Anzu one-on-one, so I'm going to head out with Anzu since, you know, i, I'm, I was meeting with her one-on-one." Uh and, and it's like it's one of those things where he's not being an asshole, but he is just being super blunt and direct. Which, in times like this, look, regardless of gender, if you have people who aren't taking a goddamn hint, you don't need to be rude with them, but you need to be very upfront. You need to express, hey, not interested, here's the deal, here are the boundaries going on. Uh, You can't leave room for ambiguity because uh, people like these fangirls or or, uh, like way too many... Socially inept people, especially guys out there, they are going to misinterpret your hints of disinterest. Uh, and they'll feel like, oh, it's not the right time right now, but maybe later. And it, it's not going to work out well. You, you got to be upfront sometimes to shut it down. It's best for everybody.
1: And plus, it made him look like a really cool, handsome dude. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just saying, like, he's got that strong Men energy like it it's there.
2: <laughs> so uh Tsukasa, uh talks about how he's not interested in dating right now, which is perfect perfect cuz neither is Anzu. Uh he's like, "Hey, can I store things at your place? Uh every everywhere is occupied right now. I can't find a place to stay for at least another month. Uh and and you know, you broke my phone, so maybe I can stay at yours for a month cuz that's about how much a new phone would cost." And she's like, "Ah shit. Well, you know, I that's fair. That's fair. I it, God damn it, but yes. So uh, they, they he brings all, her, all of his stuff over. Uh, he makes some breakfast the next day. Uh, and she's like, oh my God, this is fantastic. But then someone arrives at, at the door. Who is that going to be? She looks, it's a person we've yet to see. And it, it, it's a, a, a big, beautiful man. Turns out it's her <laughs> childhood friend. Her old childhood friend. Uh, and Tsukasa pops out and uh, Tsukasa and the childhood friend uh, in episode four, we see that uh, uh, Junta is the childhood friend, and Anzu has no idea who the fuck this is. This is not a childhood friend; rather, the the goddamn wizard has. All right, I I'm trying to figure out what the wizard did here. All right, because there's a couple options, and both of them wildly problematic.
1: <laughs> I know the I know what the actually happens. Uh, but. Whether or not you want me to tell me... Well, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll decide to tell you after you tell me what your thoughts are.
2: Alright, one, they just created a new person. And then, <laughs> altered the memories of everybody else. Uh, so this is a person that didn't exist previously, but now does. Or, this was somebody who did exist previously, and their mind has been completely wiped. And everybody else's has been altered to add this version of him... Into their mind. Either way, oh my god, that's layers of fucked up.
1: Oh god, yeah, no, I'll be honest with you, Rem, as soon as I saw that, I thought the exact same thing, and clearly uh, Anzu feels the exact same way. Uh, I'll just tell you right now, Rem, it's neither of those things. What? Oh, it is neither of those things. Uh, If you don't care too much about the punchline, I can't remember which episode it happens, it could literally be the episode after episode five. Is it
2: actually a childhood friend?
1: It's actually a childhood friend who she fucking forgot.
2: Holy shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and all the wizard did was kind of guide him to her front
2: door. You know what? uh, That's very in line uh, with this. Yeah. Though it also would have been in line to just completely mind-wipe somebody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I I can even imagine, like, a C-plot sort of, like, offhand joke happening later, where people, like, recognize him and he has no idea who the fuck they are. Uh... And then it's just never mentioned again. uh this is the kind of show that can get away with fucked up shit like that because it's it's sort of like it's always sunny. It's like it's very aware, yes, of when it's doing some messed up yes. shit
1: yeah and i th- I think they carry it on for quite a while, like hold on, I'm, oh <laughs> it's like three episodes after episode five, maybe even four is when they reveal that, so she's just living this thought it's like, okay, there's this random dude who's apparently my childhood friend now, whatever. But she's has a lot much more
2: okay with it than you would expect. Like, she's like, this is problematic, but like, what am I going to do?
1: Yeah, no. <laughs> Anzu, Anzu takes a lot of shit, but she's got to kind of go with the flow. Otherwise, she's going to be, be swept away with the waves of hot boys.
2: Yep. So, uh, I was unsure about introducing a new guy. I, I was just starting to like really enjoy Tsukasa, right? Getting to the rhythm with him. Uh, I liked the bond that was starting to form. And then, this new guy who I I get that they've avoided the bland bitch tropes twice, but now, like, Junta is the most white meat motherfucker around. It's like, ah, childhood friend, baseball star. Uh, oh, he has, uh, he's had a huge crush on Anzu, but he's nervous about saying anything. Like, it is the most stereotypical thing. And yet somehow he is not bland either. And you want to know the one thing that I think saves... Him from being blamed? What's that, Rem? So he's sort of, like, nervous and unsure and sort of envious of Tsukasa very immediately, right? Where he's like, oh, shit, like, she's living with a hunky fucking dude right now. Damn. (laughs) Uh, And and he's nervous about all of that. Uh, But he never turns into even, like, a rival dynamic with Tsukasa thus far. They sort of just bond and bro out. Like they're just sort of bros who are like, yeah, here we are in this situation. What's up, man? Good, to, good to see you. Like, and both of them sort of look at each other and like, God damn, that's one hell of a man. Hell, maybe maybe <laughs> they should end up together because uh, they, unironically, <laughs> have solid chemistry together. Like, oh, Rem. it also uh, would I'm... be like so in line with this show that the two quote unquote love interests thus far introduced just end up with each other. Like, that's some—that's the type of thing this show could pull very successfully.
1: Oh, uh, God, I've spoiled you with my next life as a villainous, haven't I? <laughs> you, you're just expecting all reverse harems to be great bisexual disaster <laughs> anthologies.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying they have fantastic chemistry, and I enjoy them as friends, but it would be a great twist to have them end up together.
1: I—I I, Honestly, I could see that as well. And quite frankly, I'm with you, Rem. We need more of these, uh, (laughs) we need more things like life as a villain. Like,
2: imagine that being, like, the end. So Riri is unsuccessful and is frustrated. Aizu just gets to stay, like, on her own. But she's made personal connections, not romantically, just two very close friends who now found each other as well. Like, that would be genuinely a hilarious but also heartwarming and fitting end for all of the characters and their arcs.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, I will say there are more handsome men they could introduce later down the line. So it'll be a bit more complicated, but it's still technically possible.
2: <laughs> uh, well, other uh, there's some like drama at the school with some fangirls and stuff. Um, they At one point, they confront Anzu, right? And they're like, hey, are you and Tsukasa, are you like a thing? And Anzu's like, oh, no, no, not at all. We're like not interested in each other. And they're like, hey, then you should help set us up, set me up with with uh Tsukasa and and so like very stereotypical right and I was like ah shit were we gonna get like the prototypical like oh no I guess like nervous no we get a much better scene where Tsukasa is like what where Anzu rather is like hey like he's not in he's told me explicitly he's not interested in dating right now so I'm not going to like overstep those boundaries because I'm his friend and that would be pretty fucked up. Uh, and it's like hell yes, <laughs> <laughs> damn right. And like once again, mature but v- and very blunt. It's just very straightforward. Uh, hey, it's not my role to set up my friends. That's something to talk to him about. But he has expressed uh that he's he is not interested. So I'm not going to push it. Uh, like yes, perfect. Th- this show astonishingly one of the absolutely major themes is about setting and respecting boundaries with the asterisk of this quote-unquote i guess if there's an antagonist it's the potato wizard which is all about going past those boundaries right and and throwing out those boundaries to the wayside uh which is fitting because they they're sort of the antagonist uh yeah,
1: no, no, 100%. So it, like Ram, they stole away the chocolate the games and the cat. Pretty for makes
2: up, them pretty an and, and so I, I I just love how well this theme of setting and reaffirming boundaries is explored and how maturely it's been handled so far especially because anime historically is really bad with that concept. Uh nonetheless uh, while while this conversation was happening, uh, Junta and Tsukasa were sort of eavesdropping uh, and listening in. Uh, they revealed themselves and are like, "I, we, we, we were eavesdropping." Junta's like, "I, we, we, it was. I didn't mean to eavesdrop." And Tsukasa was like, "I, I, I was very intentionally eavesdropping. This was a deliberate choice." <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, a girl sh- shows up, right? Uh, well, a, a, yeah, a girl had shown up with the sort of conversation and mean girl nice talked the fangirls uh which is just a way of you sound like you're complimenting them but you just rip them to absolute shreds uh and it turns out this is Riri in uh in female human female form uh and, and that that was a fun moment to see once again we we get the maturity of emotional maturity of Anzu then just contrasted with Riri's, like hysterical but also wildly immature bitchiness uh which was fun to watch uh then Riri is like oh hey boys let's all uh let's all eat dinner at Anzu's place it'll be great all of us are invited let's go right now right uh, it's like oh okay uh we we we're continuing in ep- episode 5 they go for dinner right uh Anzu tries to sort of self sabotage with her appearance and Riri stops her from doing so uh they have dinner together And Riri is like, "Hey Junta, you should you should move in and like help protect uh uh protect Anzu." Uh, And Anzu's like, "Hey, shut the fuck up! How about that?" Anzu steals a wand, stops some magic going on. They go out for ice cream together, and we get just like a bonding scene. Meanwhile, between Junta and Tsukasa, who are left alone at the house, Uh, which once again, hell yeah, bro bro bonding, I dig it. Um, As we continue the uh the episode ne- the next day uh Riri is caught trying to like steal some shit and uh, Anzu uh gets pissed at uh, uh Riri uh, and and yells at them uh goes to school the girls are asking Anzu all about Tsukasa uh and and what he's like etc cetera, etc cetera. uh but then she gets home and she's just sulking sort of all alone uh because Tsukasa he's like at work and stuff and her parents aren't there her cat isn't there she doesn't have video games she's bored she has nothing to do uh so yeah, she's just sulking a little bit. Um Junta's mom is like, hey, here's some food. Bring this to Anzu. Um she'll appreciate it. But then, while this is happening, a noise is heard. Oh, is is this Junta arriving? No. Uh, Anzu uh looks around and she sees that a, a thief has broken in and is going through her mother's underwear drawer. Uh and so she chases the thief out. Junta arrives, and Anzu is like, I'm gonna call the cops. This guy was like going through the underwear drawer, and Juta is like, "Oh no, nah. fuck that shit." He he uses his athletic prowess to chase the the robber and, and capture them. Uh, cop comes, that's all handled. Uh, Tsukasa arrives and is like, "What the fuck is? What's all this drama?" Uh, it's all like explained and stuff. But then, uh, Juta gets a call from his mom asking, "Hey, uh, that crazy things going on? You know what? Because she's living alone, because she doesn't know about Tsukasa, uh living with." Uh, Anzu, right now. Uh, Junta, you be be uh, a good boy, be good, good son, a, a good, good human, and stay with Anzu and take care of her. Uh, won't take no for an answer. All right, good luck. Have other things to take care of. So now, uh, Junta and Tsukasa are both staying with Anzu. Uh, and that that's where we end things. I gotta say, this is like one of the best romances we've done on the podcast for the simple reason that it. So you have a character trying to force the romance, right? In The Wizard. But that sort of lets the characters just act naturally because you don't need to make them act horribly unnaturally to make those moments happen, right? Uh, Because how it so often goes is you have a show and they're like, oh, but we need like this moment to happen. So I guess they'll just start acting this way then. And it's like, oh, that seems sudden and weird for them to do and it's like ah but you know the genre and and that sucks that sucks when that happens uh you get worse characters you get worse relationships worse dynamics the whole way through so having it be where they can just be themselves right and then you can just have a character force those situations upon them uh and just be like boom there we go now we have that moment you're welcome uh it allows them to still be reasonable, them to still act like themselves, and for it to very well fit. Uh, you're, you allow the characters to actually develop naturally, which is such a nice goddamn contrast. So that, if and when a true romance actually develops, it's developed on something real and authentic, rather than because this is supposed to be a romance and it's written in the script, right? Uh, it, very impressively done.
1: Ram, can I just say I'm so glad you enjoyed
2: this show? <laughs> I'm also glad because, let's face it, Sean, in the past, like, month or so, there's been quite a few shows that I've given thumbs up to, but I've had some very significant critiques, and, like, people have g- had some opinions about some of my critiques, so it's nice to be gifted something that's like, all right, you should like this, and, oh, thank God, I not only do I like it, but I really, really like it. I think it's v- extremely well done. Um, and if at this point, if you tell me that it's like fucking 6.87 on Mal, or even just like a 7.2, I'm gonna lose my fucking shit. I'm gonna lose my (laughs) mind on the weebs again, all right? We were there like a month and a half ago, we'll go back there again. I, I no longer trust them, uh, (laughs) and I'll, I'll lose it. I'll go fucking crazy.
1: Oh, God. Well, let me, let me first start, uh, with saying that, uh. Since this is a Netflix anime, a lot of times uh, Netflix is really shit at advertising their anime. Like, it's a consistent problem with them. Sometimes they'll massively advertise a single anime that people have had a lot of hype around, and then just kind of, like, plop f- out a bunch of other random anime on Netflix, and it's like, ah, oh, maybe this is good, maybe it's not, hard to say. Uh, and this is one of those times where one of the what. One- I don't know if the advertising for this anime was super great, fam. um, but if you had to guess what the score for this show is, what do you think it would be?
2: Well, now you've made me worried all right before my concerns arise right So okay i'm gonna give I'm gonna give two ratings here i'm gonna sort of cheat i'm, 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 I'm...
1: <laughs> objectively that's cheating.
2: yes I'm, I'm gonna be a cheater, right? My adapted rating with like what you've told me now. I'm I still think it will be a d- good rating, but I don't think it'll be as good. I think maybe some people showed up expecting something different depending on how it was advertised, uh and maybe they're disappointed. Uh so I think my adapted rating is going to be like a 7.6. Before adapting the rating, right? Before being biased by what you've told me, uh or the the episode a month and a half ago, I would I would probably say that this has to be like it, it hits a lot of really great points it's so well done like 8.17 so those are those are my two uh my my concerned adapted rating uh because you frightened me and then the rating i i would want it i would want to guess i would want to say mm.
1: that's some heavy cheating on your end there it, so it is it
2: is. is is one of them close
1: well Ram, uh romantic killer uh i will tell you this as well uh that i found very interesting when looking into it uh romantic killer was made by a studio called domerica okay and the only things they have done they're a relatively new studio all things considered from what i can tell because the only thing they've done are the persona ops (laughs) like like Mm. the opening music videos for the some of the persona games uh and a short spinoff to another series and two shows that went really poorly that's it that is completely (laughs) it Romantic killer romantic killer is their very first like proper show that actually seems to have any kind of merit that I could tell. Uh that being said though, Rem.
2: If it's below uh, 7.5, I'm I'm gonna fuck up Christmas next week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna ruin Christmas.
2: <laughs> if, if this is rated below 7.5, oh Christmas is gonna be fucked up. Well Rem,
1: uh Like romantic- already we
2: have the 12 days going on right now, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, baby. Oh, fuck, yeah. If if it's below seven point five, we're getting a thirteenth baby. No, you can't do that, Rem. Our <laughs>
1: charity plans.
2: Oh. Mm, uh, well, let's hope it's rated above seven point five. Because if it ain't, then fuck charity. Fuck the birds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Asterisk. Do not fuck birds. Oh yeah. Um, true.
2: Don't fuck. Don't fuck birds.
1: Uh. Okay, Rem. Uh. On Mal. Romantic killer with. Only thirty-nine thousand ratings.
2: Well, that could go either way.
1: Is sitting nice and pretty
2: <laughs>
1: at eight point one eight. Oh my god! I got so close. You got so stupidly close, though. I feel like it's a lesson because you cheated. Hey, quite a bit. Hey,
2: you biased my opinion. All right, you biased one of my opinions, and so I wanted to also give my unbiased opinion on what it would have mm. been calibrated. You tried to mislead me, but if you hadn't misled me, then my rating, as we saw, would have fucking nailed it, dude.
1: I only told you that because it's the truth. Like, I'll tell you right now, I had no idea that this show was coming until it popped up on Netflix, and I was like, oh, I'll give that a watch. It sounds interesting premise-wise. It also and means it. that,
2: uh, the, don't worry, y'all, Christmas is still happening. Uh, Santa will still come with, with his gifts. It'll It'll all be okay.
1: Yeah, well... We'll see. Right, like I, I might. We'll see. We'll see how the twelve days of April Fools has really fucked me up, and see if I'm in a giving mood after all. <laughs> Could you imagine, Rem? If we get to our Christmas episode and uh, <laughs> it's not what people want because uh, a certain somebody put me through the fucking ringer twelve days in a row. Ah,
2: uh, only one way to to see how that goes.
1: Well, I suppose the final question I need to ask you then, Rem, is there any chance you'd like to watch the rest of a Romantic Killer with me?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that would be quite enjoyable. I think I would vibe with that.
1: All right. Well, with that in mind, thank you all so much for tuning in. If you enjoy Rem actually having a good time for once in his miserable, miserable life, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, etc., and leave us a review. They mean the world to us, and we do read every single one. And... If that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, for myself, Remington, and Dylan do occasionally stream and play video games. But if that is still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext, where currently the 12 days of April Fools are still going live and strong. That's right, folks, there are going to be 12 April Fools episodes on our Patreon, and oh boy, uh... They're painful. So if you enjoy me suffering, sign up, that's sign where you up get at know. the
2: five dollars tier or above, and you will get eleven extra episodes. Plus, I I, I did a previous April Fools, uh, like uh, nearly a year ago. That's on there. bunch of pre preband. There's so much content. Five dollars. That's all it takes. We're actually
1: making use of our Patreon. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Uh, but you can head on over there, and you can also be thanked live on the podcast. So, Ram, who are we thanking this week?
2: As always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our yandere waifus who uh, have have been covered up by cake uh, because they're doing unsightly things uh, behind. You know what you're (laughs) doing. I don't know. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing behind that cake. You know what you're doing.
1: Uh, Oh, Jesus Christ.
2: (laughs) You know, I know, we all know what you're doing behind... The that that cake JPEG. All right.
1: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Can it at least be a PNG so it's cleaner?
2: <laughs> no, no, it is a JPEG, sir. Uh, I'm, I'm putting a JPEG. It has no transparency. Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> did, did you seriously cry at the end of Angel Beats? Asks Miska, trying not to laugh milk out of her nose. Zombie stomp. Zao Shang Hao Zhong Wu Shizai wai O Bing chilling. Uh, Xanax, Yandere, Andre waifu eyes. Why wai shon Why shon? Homestove. What does the sign on an out of business brothel say? Beat it. We're closed. White Swords already has an angel of a cat, Coco, as unofficial mascot, but Toby, the animated context cat, is cute too. Uh, walk me home gently. Way to shell. Trenton Farrell, totally God's angel. The Susanator, the Big Bean, support group for sexually harassed deities. Static Shock is my favorite anime. Stacy's mom, sing like an angel. Uh, it got worse somehow. It did. It got worse
1: it did. <laughs> uh,
2: Silent Secondary, Shoujo Attic who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Salty Pretzel, Ross Angel Palmer, Brandon Williams, Resident Warhammer nerd got his guard codex. Rem continues to crush my soul. Prediction out of context, Irene will get a medical degree to perfect her quizzes. Paco uh, Pacoel Musico, on the count of three, release the holy hand grenade. No waifu, no waifu, nitsaira Nick Harvey. My birthday is December 1st, the day everyone nuts. Uh, Mo X Hunter, the story about a young Sean searching for his big boob Dwifu mommy, Makea Seven Hierto, Mexican gone freaks, Mato 2 Max, Leave Denji and Pochita out of harm's way, Sean. King Rich Rock, Cassidy, just Spicitis. no more mystery, no more puns. Uh or no more mystery if I if I were pronouncing it like Spicitis. Uh, Juan Joritos, Jax, Jam Irene's quiz told me Sean is a lolly sympathizer. Uh, in the name of Farmer Weeb, Angel 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 Angel, I want Ramdrun Darling and the Franks for me. Hunter Davies, hey Yulks, why the hell am I listening to a shitty Dragon Ball Gotcha game ad? Help! My angel beats me every night. Glenn Michael Dolan, fuck of love, fox and boy, Ferdy the Angel Birdman, Farmer Weeb wants you to be an angel for the birds. Fantide, depressed retail worker says, "Do Angel breeds as a Christmas episode." Creed Thirteen, Cheese Monkey, Charles Crumpton. Brock Hart for Angel women. Blood for the Blood Gods, Blood God Skulls for the Skull Throne, uh, Black Star, Big Blue Bear Boy, Bad Anime Idea, Slice of Life Show about a quiet Amish village where very little happens. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it, though, is the thing. I would watch that. Yeah. Uh, Angel yeah. Rose, Angel Beats, question mark, do you mean those Toradora flashbacks? And the Angel Michael said to the farmer, fuck your wallet. I love those goddamn birds. Elise Howard, AJ Tunnels, AJ Honey, A Days. According to, to Spotify, I've listened to 5,610 minutes this year alone. Y'all keep it up. Can we get a Gintama episode soon? Aaron Heglund. And now we go to the Boy Wizard tier, where you get the task you avoided by writing a Patreon patron name. Chris, you p- get planning your fiancé's B Uh, And a certain scientific railgun is not a magical index, says Misaka. Now we move on to the Boy Wizard tier, where everybody is going to get... What else? It makes so much sense for... uh. For this show, you're going to get a kind of potato.
1: <laughs> All right.
2: It, well, I'm cool. sorry. It's not what was anticipated here. Everybody's got to get their own kind no, of potato. No. It matches I was half ex- spiritually. I was half
1: expecting you to give everybody a handsome man, but you know, that's fine too.
2: I don't know, Sean. I feel like this is much more fitting.
1: Sure. I'll just picture handsome men another time.
2: <laughs> All right. We start with, was actually talking about Hollywood Undead last time. Also distracted by hunger. You get a good old Russet. Warning, you're 799 episodes away. You get Yukon Go- Gold. Vincent Calabrese, you get a German Butterball. Toby's <laughs> an Angel, change my mind. You get Kenneby. Kennebec, I mean, fuck. The yes. Great butterball of Despair, you get Binchy. Binchy? Binchy? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Shane Ware would like to request again that you watch all of Clan Ed with the BS rule. At least listen to Dan- Dango Daikazoku. Uh, you get hairs Pink. Sean, your episode 13 promise Dylan was kind enough to clip it. 233 at 5020. We want zero zero. Uh, you get Red Bliss, John. You are my idol, and just like you, I also like Bocano Pico. Uh, you get Vitalit, uh, Sarah bernarsky You get Purple Majesty, reincarnated from instrumentality. I'm the angry German. Luckily, there's angels to beat. It's Isakay Specops Uh, you get French Fingerling.
1: Uh, I'm a child,
2: <laughs> my aphorite, my dog. You get Russian Banana. Mostly referenced as a sister fucking anime, but it is not from Studio of Madoka Magica with same mouse score time to do it
1: Oh, you know what? I just figured out what show they're talking about. Okay, never mind Well,
2: they're getting Red Thumb, uh, which feels more fitting than it should
1: Yeah, a little too much uh, actually Mike
2: got his Overlord review, you get Rat. Uh Miguel Deleon, you are going to get Beauregard Sweet Potato <laughs> Then uh, Latino Stopped Eating, Waiting for an Answer to Tweet, Comment on Pokemon Starters, you get Jewel Yams it should have been the other Nakano. You get Japanese sweet potatoes. Inuyasha's my favorite cryptid, believes in angels. You get Stokes Purple. Uh, if you don't watch Healer Girl, an angel beats a penguin up. Also, I, Rem, am still a girl. You get all blue potatoes. I'm Rem, do swear. I am an anime tsundere and I want Sean Senpai's approval. You get a blue potatoes. Hello, you are going to get Hannah sweet potatoes. Go ahead, call the cops who own Silence Voices. They're getting louder. Please send help. Uh, you are getting a uh, a magical potato that does not respect boundary.
1: <laughs> you ran out of potatoes that quickly, huh?
2: I need to find another list of potatoes, Sean. Huh?
1: Ah, thought you were confident that the potatoes were a great idea.
2: Well, Crimson Reapers, just because of the sides, uh, you get just a potato salad. Christmas is a wonderful time for a wholesome revisit of future diary. You get all the potatoes that Ireland didn't have. Oh fuck, dude! <laughs> Butterbean Wimple Snatch, uh, you actually get. Uh, the Butterbean Wimple Snatch potato, obviously. Um, very common, uh, kind. Beethoven 1201, uh, you are going to get, <laughs> uh, Sean's potato body pillow. Uh, he once confided, I... he once confided to me that the potato was his favorite waifu. Oh, dear. I,
1: <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you can say that
2: right. Anime Girl, you get Lady Balfour potatoes. Uh, and Angel, father is counting on you until next bonsai 46 weeks as of November 28th. You get good old King Edward potatoes. There we go. Now we move on to inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier where uh, Sean is going to, as Joey Wheeler, give you terrible love advice. And I'm going to explain why it's actually a good idea for you. Uh, uh nice. On that list, we have Tacos Anonymous says hashtag free Dylan Snip and hashtag free Toby.
1: Oh, Jesus. Alright, uh, if you fight, you're more passionate.
2: So, uh, learn it's telling you to learn martial arts, alright? Uh, so that you can become disciplined, so that way you can be more passionate without fearing losing any control. Next up, we have Raftalia, my anime wife, who has returned. You can fix them. So, uh, here it's important to recognize fix in the sense that you can make them better, not in the sense that you can, like, put the missing piece there. We should always strive to better ourselves and one another in our relationships. Uh, Pizza Cotton Candy is my waifu.
1: Uh, have a baby, get married. It'll fix everything.
2: So, uh, having a baby getting married, if you reach that step, you need to be thinking long-term, right? You need to make sure that you values, are aligned and so having conversations about going down that road can see if you align in those values magic ice ball
1: you know a good relationship doesn't require work
2: uh then in the sense that (laughs) in the sense that work is inherently uh through this lens uh, exploitative under a capitalist framework and that it stifles all sense of love and romance and while romance can make do under such a framework it can never truly thrive and thus we must demolish such a system if we ever want to truly love. Alright! Uh- <laughs> wow. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> holy fuck. Uh, genuinely, I heard that I was like... The- I unironically thought to myself, I was like, this is the only direction I can try to make this work. Uh, next up, Hermione pegs Harry and Ron.
1: You know what? Let them make the first move. That one's a little targeted, ain't it, Rem? Hey!
2: <laughs> so you want to uh, make sure that uh, that they're comfortable. They, they should in some way express... Some level of interest, maybe not even. It doesn't necessarily need to be romantic interest, but they should express interest in you as a person. You need to be able to connect on a human level. All right. You can't take all of the steps before they take even one. All right. Uh, next up, we have my dear old mom.
1: Oh Jesus fuck. Um. Yeah. I'm, I guess I'm gonna say it. Uh. Age is just a number. But... Good luck. <laughs> These are some awful. This is an awful list, by the way. Like, so oh if fuck, Sean wants to
2: get with a grandma, he can. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, next oh. up, we have blood <laughs> cell. Back to not being the white one. Fuck those guys. They're way too aggressive.
1: Jesus. Uh a comfortable life is worth a lackluster relationship. Whoever compiled this <laughs> list, like, had has been hurt, like, very much.
2: You have to balance your priorities in life, and sometimes, uh, uh, your your comfort, the kind of relationship you want, those are factors to consider. Uh, next up we have Blake. Love comes when you least expect it. Be open to possibilities, because, uh, if, if- as long as you're mindful and open- Two possibilities, then uh, you you can get chances you would otherwise miss. And last but not least, going above and beyond, we have Dylan Hayden.
1: Uh, (laughs) man. You know, you have the right to read their personal messages.
2: So long as that has been clearly established within the bounds of the relationship. You want to make sure that trust exists in such a relationship where you can both be open to each other. Yeah, you could go through their messages, but you both are so trusting with one another that that's not something you do. (laughs) Good God. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto animeoutofcontext at gmail.com.
1: Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. With consent, of course. And as always, don't fuck your sister. You know, we got an email saying that we swear too much. If it's a one, I will come over there and I will fuck the muffin right now. It is not going to be pretty. If it's below Uh, 7.5, I'm a fuck you, Sean your hairy ass trying to fuck my scrawny ass it would be a very sad spectacle
2: you, i'm saying i sneeze damn you no not coming fuck
1: yeah, neither am i it's okay
2: <laughs> hey we can what? we can change that john